0: of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros, and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo, and Dan. Triple M Breakfast.
1: Friday podcast, code word today. We've got Tom Rockliffe on the podcast today, former skipper of the Mighty Lions. His nickname is Pig. So, Pig. Text that to 0484101045. That'll get you to Led Zep, playing at the Tivoli, March 14. You can book now at the Tivoli or Total Touring. Led Zeppelin's greatest hits. Pig will get you there.
2: Hey, we were talking about the Olympics during the podcast. Uh, the natural Olympics. Don't use any stadiums. Just use what we've got in front of us. Mitchell from Eden's Landing goes, create a footy team of all the criminal NRL players called the longest yard. If anyone knows their movie, didn't history. they do that?
3: Isn't that a movie already? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Longest
2: yeah. See how they go in the Olympics. Ha ha. Um, we've often called for a the 18th and 19th franchise to be based out of uh, Wake Old Prison. Or Goulburn Supermax Prison, either mm. or. Bar Allen. Mm.
3: Um, Jared Hayne would be starting captain.
2: Wouldn't
1: he? Yeah. I think he'd be Wouldn't chauffeur. He?
2: There's someone he's uh, sharing a cell with that played NRL as well.
3: Brett Finch. Did he ever go to jail? He just
2: Uh, good enough. Charged with child pornography material. Of a team.
3: Um, Who else? Matt Paynehouse's mum. Did Matty Lodge go to jail for
1: that America stuff? I can't remember. He got in a lot of trouble. How easy we forget. Would you count a lot of trouble, Marto? Like you don't have to have gone to jail, but just in a Just, head just of any
2: charges. I think anyone, char- anyone convicted. If you'd let off with a slap on the wrist, but if you're yeah. convicted,
3: Jack DeBellin, what did he do? Was he a salty? Who, who rooted the dog?
1: Which Mitchell Pearce and, and, Which Joel, Monaghan. and, and Joel, Monaghan. Joel Monaghan. Albert Kelly for stepping on Payne Haas' shoes. <laughs> is that a jailable offence? <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather go to jail than have Payne Haas punch you. Oh, don't even say it. You've got two options, Mardo. Payne Haas is going to rip the oh, I thought you his meant, thought you meant his
2: mum might get involved, <laughs> that's all. Oh, that's what, oh, three way. i I <laughs> just showing the... Um,
1: no. Not like that. No, not no, involved no
2: like, not involved like that. I mean just doing the jerseys like Orange, uh, oranges. she'd be working in the sewing department at the jail so she could do the numbers. Sailing the
1: shorts. Peeling oranges. Get for her, half her time. a job.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Uh, Steve from Logan. Home. Here's our mate Steve. Re best of Brisbane. We and launched a new category today. We've done burgers. We've done bakeries. Now we're onto butchers. Hey Margot. Yeah. I realise that they have probably set all the things that you're going to do. But how about doing a best of caravan parks? Oh, you, you could just judge the winner based on the fact you've been to. I just
3: nominate them all. <laughs> there's not
2: too many left in Brisbane, is it?
3: Uh, I think there's one up near the showgrounds at RNA. Uh, R and In Brisbane? Yeah, what's that area up there? Is it a oh, no, The New
2: Market one's gone. Is
3: it a legal one or did you just stop at the R <laughs> and A? The There's night? one down on the service road at Tanamera.
2: The nearest yes. one on the north side is Aspley, and that's just full of ICES.
3: Yeah, um, well they generally are.
2: Shock a block of ice. Unfortunate. The one at Bribey The one at Bribey Island of Caravan Park there full of ICES.
3: Sandstone Point Hotel?
2: No, on the other side of Wurrum, there's a caravan park, and I walked through there one day and... Whoosh, you went, what's going on around here? A lot
3: of permanents. I think yeah. a lot of those council parks are trying to sort of rid of those. What about down on the banks of
1: the river here at West End? People often have a few tents, tents? set up. Is that a legal one there? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's just
2: campground. That's they, not. A
1: they've caravan. actually moved
3: they've most of that. them now. They're oh, not there they? anymore. No. They've locate, relocated them. Adrian Schrinner was down there talking to them all, just saying, you know, Flame how come you're here? no. Oh. And they're like, we just can't get accommodation, we can't get a rental, uh, we don't want to be here. We can afford to pay rent, but we just can't find anything to rent. Oh, a lot reckon? of them, not all of them are homeless. Really sad. You know, oh, anyway, they, we're put in the, that? We're they in bought that? that building. Oh, Now it's oh, South oh, Brisbane. Right. I think they're relocating and accommodating a lot of them there until they can find can something. Can I run this one by it.
2: Um, we've got one, our bedroom with the aircon unit doesn't work, hasn't worked since uh, for a week now. And like, I know I'm not going to complain too much. No, and please that's don't. what I want to make this about. As a renter, I was saying to Kath, we shouldn't have to pay full rent if, yep. like, the most important parts of your house are your kitchen and bathroom, kitchen, bathroom. And your bedroom.
1: No, that is a thing, Marta. You can actually apply for a rental deduction if something is broken and not fixed.
2: But we come up to our our lease being renewed. If we complain, they'll probably boot us.
1: I don't think they... Would that be a thing? Can. They need reasons to boot you out. Yeah. Like if they're moving back in. You've got a lot of protections as as a a tenant.
3: Yeah. 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 More so than probably your landlord who owns the property. Yeah. yeah. But
1: the fact that They brought all that
3: in during COVID,
1: didn't they? The fact that you got pissed at the Hamo, stumbled home and pissed into the air conditioning inverter and broke it.
2: Now listen, <laughs> don't even say that because that's not true. <laughs> that, that is no. not true. That is not true. <laughs> there were two geckos found in it and I have the proper air con, the two dead geckos.
1: Oh, did you keep them in a jar of formaldehyde? No, it? no, no, no. The guy found
2: it. The guy found it. Yeah, yeah, found it,
1: yeah you should get that fixed or pay less rent.
2: Mm, that's all I wanted
1: to know. Yes. Camping in this heat down on the west Oh, what West a shit in. thing. Yeah. It's been 26 minimum some nights it's actually 95% humidity.
3: No discredit, and I don't want to sound insensitive to the people of Brisbane who are homeless. Do it yeah. anyway. But nice place. Camping on the Brisbane River, that's mm. a good camp spot There's for People free. go on
2: holidays camping.
3: Camp spots, they charge you 100 bucks these days a night for yeah. that sort of thing. They're virtually holidays. Sort of they're on holidays, yeah, aren't they? they're on holidays.
2: They're on holidays. Yeah, but your
3: holiday wears thin after four after months. Oh, so yeah. You haven't had a shower. That's either. what I mean. It's yeah. insensitive. Uh, but it's not a bad spot.
2: Yeah, it just...
1: The it brown. Annoying, it's
3: annoying. All right, if, annoying for people if, who want to look at
1: the if back. If you're on just the Dole and
2: Homeless, me. where yeah. would you live? There's my question to on you. on the uh, You'd go up north, wouldn't it? you go up north in, in...
1: Too hot. No, no, winter. in winter
2: you'd go up north, and in summer you'd come down to Sunny Coast or somewhere, would you? Gold Coast. Gold Coast. What's you that? just sleep on the beach.
1: That nudist beach at Boulanger would just get nude and just live... Just hang out? Just one with nature. Mm. Just wander around like a Cro-Magnum man, just eating <laughs> oysters
3: Mm. Were you you
1: picturing that in your mind? Me with a little towel (laughs) with a spear. You're an idiot.
3: Um, No, I just had a a thought of consciousness.
1: Oh, this is where to run it,
2: on the podcast. Oh,
3: no, just yesterday, we are talking about the brown snake. There was a suggestion yesterday at that Channel 7 event I went to that it should be renamed the Dr. Chris Brown Snake. Wow. But then I realised it wasn't as funny out loud as yeah, it was in my head. It's you, you know. did that. She
1: actually tried to nix that coming out of her and being fucking yeah, No, it wasn't him. your
2: fault. It wasn't your line, so it doesn't matter. No,
1: it was
3: Dr. Chris Brown's line.
1: Did he say he he it? He
3: said it. Oh, about himself. Oh, yeah.
2: You better do it. me. Mm. Okay. You heard the rumours about him, haven't you? What? Which no, ones? I'm not hearing them here.
1: Tell me. Well, I'm, I'm
2: not falling into that trap. You're starting him now. Is this what I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Look no, into it. Google it. You
3: know what's not a rumour? Sonia Kruger from Bean Lee. She's a bone lie girl. When did you
2: find that out? Yesterday. Yeah. Haven't you known that? Didn't you know that? I didn't
3: know that. She worked at, uh, Wet n Wild was her first job. She was a lifeguard and then she worked at the Beanley Rum Distillery.
2: Oh, I didn't know that bit.
3: Yeah. Mm. I didn't realise she was a local. You know, Tina Sparkle. (sighs) A lot of people intentionally drowned at Wet n Wild to get rescued by Sonia Kruger Mm, back in the day. I bet. The joke yesterday was how many shows does she host, 98 or something like that. She's some shit Does jokes. She? No, getting wheeled out. <sighs> well, she's
2: currently
1: doing the Voice, Big Brother, oh, right, and I, Dancing with the Stars. I
2: really got to watch more TV.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> Just stick to sport. Mm. If anyone's going to play Buzz Lightyear, Chris Brown
3: mm, or, or Mark Gasnier, if there's a Shervo, <laughs> Shervo would be a good Buzz Lightyear. I reckon he's got that jaw. Matt Shervington was there yesterday. Mm. There was some jokes about his package.
2: Well, that's that's the. The lunchbox. That's the rumor about Chris Brown. He's got the opposite
3: problem to oh, little, di- little penis. Oh, he would be. He does have skinny hear. legs, really skinny pin legs. Yeah. You know, like was wearing You're the chino, looking. but the the bottom half from the knee down wasn't filled out very well. Gee, the Chino's an interesting choice.
2: Like, if you got to go to the toilet, keep yourself tidy at the toilet. When yeah, because you, yeah, you get little spots, oh, wee, wee wee know. spots. No, Matt mm.
1: Shervington, if full Doctor Chris Brown's going to be Buzz Yeah, mm. Shervo's Woody.
3: Yeah, that's I good. would have said the this other way around. Uh, no, I would no, have said Shervo know, Buzz. It's a penis joke. O-
2: penis joke. I don't get it. No, woody. Big, woody is another word for a penis. You've got to
3: go home. Stiffy. You're done. You don't get Woody. I know what a woody is, like a stiffy, yeah, and sherbo has really got true. a big cock, yeah. does he? Oh. No, no they've seen it. Now listen, I've all seen he, it. I it. thought he had little cock, big balls. That's
2: the one I hear too, mm. or a flabby, flabby, or maybe just like me, just a big hernia.
3: Yeah, he's a he's maybe he's a grower, not a
1: shower. Your hernia is a grower, not a shower. You're going to get that fixed. When are you
2: in? I'll have so much more room my underpants when I get rid of this hernia.
1: Third testicle. Oh,
2: is it just your gut? Are you sure it's a hernia? Cat, it's, no, it's looked at it close the other day. we got to get a photo. That <laughs> Can we say it?
3: Too much tea in the bag. Where oh, no, is too it?
2: too much tea in the
3: bag. <laughs> where is it? It's down in my testicles. Oh, come on. We're all friends. No, no, no. I'm too not... many beans in no, the bean bag. Da-
2: it's disgusting. You know what Go happens? It goes pop
3: eventually. Disgusting. Is that, is that what happens? Mm. No, it's... I'm getting it fixed up soon. Corey had a hernia. I thought it was okay. a tear in the muscle. I'm Yours just sounds like a whole big ball. Now, what
2: happens when you're young? I Don't make me do a diagram, but where your balls yeah. pop out when you're a little boy... Yeah. There's a hole left there, and and and, and
1: tissue, fat, just comes out stuff fat, can fall out. I've, I've had a couple.
3: Mm. You get it fixed up pretty okay. easy. I'm done talking about your yeah, two balls and scrotum. Oh, situation. I
2: know. And I Chris yeah. Brown's and churros. Christ Almighty! What a penis check! Get your
0: hand off my
3: penis! Corey has a big penis.
2: Does he? Mm. He'd be happy you be talking about that.
3: I just thought I'd throw my husband's mm. penis uh, in there instead of talking well, about other men's penises.
1: Yeah, Don't
3: true. go with. Throwing aspersions around without evidence.
1: We're going to need to see a picture of your hernia mm. and Corey's penis. I've got see, a dick pic if you want see to see that. It. See that. that? You're holding up. Lo- looks like a tennis ball. Yeah, stress it's like ball a tennis
2: thing. ball, but the hernia is probably one and a half times that. No, it's not. Yeah,
1: it's not. It's Yours? A rock, it's a rock. Oh, meal.
2: maybe that size. What have you got a mango down? How there?
3: uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. I know, and I've been chucking it, tucking is it. Is that it why in you're in. always touching it? And where is it? Oh next? No,
2: Sometimes I just try. you're, you're always push up you back me. In.
3: You say, oh, you touch your nicker so often. Yeah, but you always your touch up. your balls.
2: No, not my balls. I'm just jamming it back in. Where
1: is it next to your balls?
2: Yeah, yeah, just above at the top of your groin. Yeah. Sorry, oh, that's but, annoying. Where's yeah, the, yours
1: in your tummy? No, mine was the base
3: yeah. next to the... Cha- I'm not sure if this was Sernia good Sernia for Sernia our Sernia podcast Sernia. chat. No, and sorry. not Sernia. sure that they listened for this. Yeah. Get
0: your hand off
3: my penis! And are you just going to delete all of that? Probably. Yeah, please, yeah. And during the surgery, Marto, remember... Try to
1: relax your anus. Right? <laughs> good luck, everyone. Mm. Mm. Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio?
0: Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan.
1: Triple M's best of Brisbane. We don't need to do much heavy lifting here. Richter, our genius in the audio dungeons, put together a bit of a montage
3: of the last week. Question, if, question at the back, Margot Parker. If I want to vote for my favourite bakery in Brisbane, do I still have time to quickly do it now?
2: I'd say, you just don't uh, think it's all over. No, it's done, oh. mate. We're I locked think in. It's all b- all over.
1: I would say to you, don't stress because we're about to announce the next category, so okay. you'll get to get around a next local week. business. Yeah. But before we get to any of that, we've got to crown the best bakery in Brisbane. Here's what we've been doing so far Triple M's.
0: Best of Brisbane. Best of
1: Brisbane. Week one of Triple M's Best of Brisbane proved a rousing success for Ben from Ben's on Miller.
0: It was a real game changer, so thanks very much, Triple M, really appreciate it. Week
1: two, the search began for Brisbane's Best Bakery, and the votes came in thick and fast. I'm voting for Uncle
4: Bob at Belmont. I'm nominating Nearly Bakery. Victory
2: Bakery Cafe. Black Jam in Camelot.
5: Bando at Capalabar Park Shopping Centre. The Logan Village
1: Bakery. We learnt what makes the perfect pie.
5: Bel- bakery, they make the maddest pies, like taking a bite and the piece of bacon's come
0: out of the pie and basically slap me on the bottom of the neck. <laughs> and that Mato loves his pastries. i got the pulled pork,
2: I had that on the way home, structurally sound, magnificent, ate it one-handed while driving, I had a chunky steak and peas last night for dinner and this morning I've got the beef
4: brisket. We also learnt that being a baker is busy work. At the moment a week we're averaging between three and a half thousand, when it comes into winter we're up over six thousand. A week? A week, and they're all still handmade. And that our guys will never say no to free food. Like, this First is
1: just thing with me. diabetes. <laughs> After hundreds of votes and hours of taste testing for scientific reasons, the field was narrowed down to three. Not just bread at Narangba. Logan Village Family Favourites Country Bakery. Crusty Devil Bakery at Carina. Triple M's Best of Brisbane Best Bakery. The winner revealed next. <sighs> Here we go. Strap in. Where can you get the best pies, the best desserts?
3: It's a tight race to this one. Neck the, and neck all the way to the finish line. The best baked goods in Brisbane. We'll tell you right after this. <laughs> triple M's. The best
1: best.
0: best, best of Brisbane.
1: Brisbane. Best of Brisbane. Okay, it's been voting like mad. And it's been a tight race at triplem.com.au. We did best burger last week. Ooh, it means to the burger. Best baker. So the top best baker. There was heaps
2: nominated, but then we got to the top three, and that was Kevin, Shannon, and Darren.
3: And I know, just to take you behind the scenes quickly, uh, on Miller were a clear front-runner. They had lots of people in their community voting for them. These guys, the three of them, is really tight. Neck for neck. It's neck. a matter of votes between them.
1: So one of these three here, as voted by Brisbane, is about to win a free marketing package here at Triple M. We'll be running that ad all across Could the weekend. Could change their life. Yeah,
3: random voter's going to pick up a 1000 bucks cash, by the way, out of all of this. All three really deserving winners. And, you know, continue to support your local community businesses. That's a great call. Well done. These
2: these men and women get up at around midnight and go to work to make everyone's mornings a joy. A lot
3: of them are just trying to support their families. Let's say hello to them all really quickly.
1: Kev at not just Bread in Narangba. G'day, Kev. How
6: are we, guys? Good Good luck. Good luck, luck,
1: mate. Good luck. Shannon, Krusty Devil Bakehouse, Karina, good luck to you, Shan. Thank you. Thanks for the courtesy pack of donuts the other oh, day. yeah, the actually. donuts they were good, disappear. Shannon.
2: Darren, Darren, how are you, mate? All the best. Thanks, guys. Can uh, I just say um, good luck to everybody
1: else as well? Ah, That's nice. Mate,
2: I might drop in today because Margot never brought those <laughs> pies in.
4: Mate, you can drop in any time you like. I you know. know. I love your work, brother. I keep forgetting. Sorry,
1: Darren, your pies are so good, they continue to get thieved. It's a second thieving <laughs> incident involving yeah, your it was, pies. It was, was
2: right. it was an inside yeah. job, this one. Yeah, and it
1: says,
3: yeah, yeah. It says yeah, something a, about... Sorry,
4: Darren, you go. Yeah the guy he's um that uh relocated the pies. He uh, comes in every morning
3: for a coffee and uh, pie every day. Relocated. God, he's got a good lawyer,
4: doesn't he? <laughs> he's a he? customer.
3: Um, <laughs> can I just say also about not just Bread and Crusty Devil, both of those nominations come from the other side of towns. Oh, that's right. You know, Narangba was from all the way from Sheldon. Um, Karina was all the way from somewhere on the south side.
2: Travellers talk- looking for food yeah. in their daily uh, mm. daily work. Not
3: just about local yeah, communities right. coming together, but um, you know, supporting people on the north and south side of where you're from. Alright, right.
2: are we ready? only be one winner All right, Marta, unfortunately. Alright you've got the
3: envelope you've got the earpiece in, get the communication through, the votes are in
2: Logan Village Family Favourites, Country Bakery Darren you're a winner
4: Thank you very much. Oh, thanks to all the uh, listeners to Triple M. That's amazing.
2: I think it was a lot of your customers who were the ones you need to thank, mate, and they've been thanking you by voting for you. Oh, mate, our customers are fantastic.
1: Well, you'll have a few new ones today, Darren. We're going to be there lunchtime, buying fifty people one of Logan Village family favourites, Country Bakery, a pie, maybe a donut,
3: whatever they lock. want. Yeah, Absolutely. we'll sort them out, not Darren. Not block with the pink icing. Oh,
4: yep. really? Yeah. Yep. I'll, have a, I'll have a box of tomatoes. Um, whoever comes out can take a back, of tomatoes. Darren when, no, out, coming, Darren, when
2: I come out. Darren.
3: When I come out, visited you the other day. You were a little bit emotional. You you started to what tear happened? up. What? Why? Can you tell the boys why it was what this means to you and your family? What.
4: Well, it's just, you know, we've been doing it for 26 years and um, we treat all our customers like they're family. So this is just sort of sort of sets it
1: off. The next category, did someone want to announce it? It's your favourite, Marto. Why don't you go for it?
2: It's Brisbane's Best Butchery. butcher. Oh, or butcher, butcher shop, yeah, whatever right. you want to call it. Brisbane's Best Butcher, we just go with that. Chop Shop out at the Great Western, at Capella Great Western Shopping Centre. I love those. Yeah, shows. you love them. We will fight. Nominator. Um, all three of them that rang up all on the south side. Come on, there's some great butchers like on the north side outside. of town.
1: TripleM.com.au, register. Best Butcher. In Brizzy, and for voting up there, you might pick yourself up a thousand dollars, cow.
6: Cows with guns.
1: See, so we got to take care of the cows. The butchers are doing us a favor. And they're rising up. It's Logan family favorites, country bakery.
0: It's longest name in baking company history. 6,000 pies a week. The job isn't for the meek. It's Logan Family Favourites Country Bakery.
1: Marta's
2: Thought on Sport. Big day yesterday down in Canberra. First time for this... James Marape pledged nothing would come between our nations and there was also a plea to bring the NRL to PNG. All right, you know what I'm talking about? That's the Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea addressed our National Parliament. Our closest neighbour, our longest term, we used to run Papua New Guinea for them, gave them independence in the early 70s. One of our closest friends, he came down and he addressed the Parliament and he said a few things about politics, but most importantly, he said can you please give us an NRL team? I
3: love rugby league. Let's understand
2: they, New Guinea. These are people where the most popular name is Alan Langer yeah. and Wally Lewis mm-hmm. is actually the first names of people up there. They're incredible. Apart from, I, I, I when I went up there once, there was a pair of twins. Their names were Benson and Hedges but let's push that one aside. <laughs> How
3: long till this fight gets around? Trevor Gilmeister
1: was a rugby name. league. Like a okay. and...
3: They hang from the trees. Yeah. They climb fences. When Corey's played the Prime Minister's 13, 13 there, he said they go mental, right. like they just have so much love. All
2: right. You think we like rugby league? This is the only country on earth, it's the only thing that binds Papua New Guinea, it's their national sport. It's it binds them together. It yeah. is the beacon for their whole community, for their whole life, is rugby league.
3: Closely if, followed by Fiji, can I just add? Because when we've been to Fiji, they are rugby league mad there too. It's like uh, a riot.
2: Have you heard of Rugby Union? Fiji's kind of the best nation on Earth at sevens, if you don't know. Anyway, we'll push on from there. Um, Listen, we're talking Papua New Guinea. The thing is... Now let's talk politics. Those submarines that we were buying through the AUKUS program were three hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars. Now the purpose of those submarines, three hundred and sixty eight billion dollars. Are you right with that? everyone are all right with that? The purpose of those submarines was to make sure that we deter China from entering the Pacific. And if they do, if they do present a threat, we go, Listen, look what we've got, you're in a bit of trouble here. We can forget about that three hundred and sixty eight billion. If we get and the problem is China's trying to pump money into Papua New Guinea, and that that's what this is all about. So I can 100% guarantee you that Papua New Guinea will be the next team, will be the 18th team in the NRL, because for $200 million, $200 million they can jam a team into Papua New Guinea. They'll probably be training out of Cairns, but they'll be playing in New Guinea, paying Port Moresby each weekend, each second weekend. This is definitely what will happen. It'll cost $200 million and not billions, and that will mean that if China comes through the Torres Strait, they've got, they'll be running the gauntlet of we'll have people in New Guinea and we'll have people at the top end of Australia. Australia. and China you're in a lot of trouble but anyway happy chinese new year ow oh, low ow oh, Jesus. get that india is
1: that this weekend that's China's this weekend year. tomorrow
2: it's tomorrow. Sorry to deliver bad news. The Chinese people that here are fabulous. It's the ones who want to uh, who, who take dominate the Pacific. Mm. And
1: rugby league. So our first line of defence is the Papua New Justin Guinea rugby, rugby league team. Right, Just, okay. Justin
2: Ollam and probably Adrian Lamb will be there at Port Moresby holding guns, shooting at Chinese people.
1: Jeez, I, I could do with a submarine league. about now. Mm. I've got a dinghy. Mm. We don't need submarines and <laughs> a potato gun.
2: We just need a rugby league team in New
0: Guinea. Marto, Margot, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbaneers.
2: Hey, I bet you they wish they had weather like this over in Perth. They got bushfires over there around the fringes of mm. Perth. Real trouble, and they've got the they've got the aircraft. Uh, you know. Grabbing, picking up the water and uh, trying to put them out. So the real dramas yesterday, though.
4: There are health fears for residents in Perth North after sewage waste was accidentally dumped by water bombers on yep. an out-of-control blaze yesterday. Yep. Bombs away, oh. Oh.
2: sewage. Yeah, they've obviously dipped the wick in. You know, the planes come down, the helicopters go. And
1: they've
2: gone to a sewage.
1: <laughs> well, what a
3: sewage plant! Why you, would they have done that? You're pretty busy,
1: I imagine, well, Margo. There's take a fire.
4: There's
1: smoke. <laughs> Quick, there's some water. It down there yeah, just grab that. It.
3: Oh, no, not that pond. People well, literally covered in other people's poo. Yeah. What well, would
2: you rather, though? Would you rather be on fire or have shit all over you? Neither. Well, those are your <laughs> well, options. There there are only two options. You can <laughs> either be on
1: <laughs> fire right <laughs> now or covered in sewerage. Just Quick. normal water would be answer. No, for.
4: on oh, fire or covered in poo.
1: What do you want? I refuse
2: right. right. so to answer it. They him. did issue a warning, and it's a pretty obvious one.
4: Those in the area have been told not to pick vegetables or fruit from their gardens and to empty their water tanks with the local... <laughs> School and also closed today as a oh, precaution.
3: So. Oh, puts what? a different term into fertilisation, well, exactly. doesn't it?
2: Oh. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of marijuana smokers on the north of Perth there too. I don't know oh. what they would do for their crop. Their crop might be spoiled. spoiled. Oh no, oh. it might
3: kick on. Well, I'm just well, saying it's a good type of fertilisation. Right. They yeah. use horse What's manure. What would you rather? Human it. or horse manure fertilising your vegetables instead of a doobie? You're smoking a. Eh? Boobie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Margo Margo and Dan. On 104.5 Triple M.
3: I don't know if you guys have heard word on the street. Yeah. There's a bit of a workers shortage when it comes to trades and skills. Surprise! <laughs> oh, Surprise! Is there what? I think we've known about that for a little while. But I was having a chat with my girlfriend the other day, who uh, they own a civil construction uh, earth moving. Earth or? moving. It, they are called CivCorp. I don't know what they do. Build roads and probably. Yeah, the they um, they do out at the port. So they they kind of reline all the you know, and they uh, extend. Oh, that
2: well, they they've they've gone as far out, but now they've just got all these. P- pools. They're waiting for them to dry out and they keep dredging and dredging. That, that's taking years. they well, got work coming out of their yazoo.
3: I wanted to um, get some advice of her because I've got a nephew who's decided to drop out of school at, in grade 10. He's going to do an apprenticeship and boy. get a trade under Good his belt. Boy. And, uh, he's currently fencing and he wants to get into civil construction, Marto.
2: Well, that's road building and yeah. uh, bridges and things like that. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and she was saying, you know what uh, you can't get and when you get them you pay them really well. Is what? diesel mechanical she said, "There's a yeah. big shortage of diesel mechanics, and the ones that are left are getting paid. Mate, you go to the mines, so much money. Yeah.
2: You go to the mines of the diesel mechanic and fix machinery. You will be making two fifty a year. She
3: reckons, yeah, they're on ninety bucks an hour. Is that a good rate? Yeah, that's
2: she
1: about
3: two hundred. I don't know what hourly rates no, are. No, that's
2: that's qualified tradespeople or you know sparkies and plumbers and guru are not good. At, no, carpenters aren't on that much. No, tough ninety bucks an hour. Ninety bucks an hour. Yeah, she said, gig. you can't Work find well. them."
3: You can't find them, and then when you do find them, you look after them really well because you want to keep them on board, oh, sort gosh. of thing. Well, they have got everything moving. So much work happening, yeah. and I know when we were at the caravan park this year, there's a couple of diesel mechanics in the park. Well, didn't they roll in with all their big new trucks Ram. and their big yeah big Rams, big Silverado's. F trucks, big Silverados, yeah. brand new um, Super Air Nautique wake boats worth three and four and five hundred thousand the dollars. They got all the toys, all yeah. the jet skis, brand new caravans. You know, two hundred thousand dollar caravans. And I was like, Jesus, what are you like? the last 12 and months. And they were diesel
1: mechanics. All diesel
3: mechanics. There you go. Yeah, or heavy plant Bang. heavy plant operating. Great yeah, for a young
1: fella too, because you get to fix stuff, and you get to sit back when something comes in busted, and you fix it. There's so much pride in that.
3: You get to go
2: through your whole life without skin on your knuckles. But she said,
3: it's really sweaty, and it's hot, <laughs> and it's dirty, and you're welding, oh, and you're doing oh, this, filthy. and you're doing that, and yeah. it's filthy. And nobody but, wants to do it. They all want to be electricians and you know, not oh, get their hands dirty. Tap, tap the
1: screen.
2: Mm. No, you you got to be hands-on and be... T- and be the, the muscles in those guys' hands yeah. are just extraordinary. Buy
1: black overalls to begin with.
3: But it was that age-old uh, argument, you know, over the lunch table, the family lunch, you know, do you stay at school and finish grade 12 and stick at it or do you go, hey, you know what, school's not serving me and I'm probably not serving it real well. Yeah. I'm going to go and get a job. I'm going to get two years ahead of the game. I'm going to get an apprenticeship, you know, start up an apprenticeship under my belt, earn some money, save some money. Buy myself a car because, you know, all young boys want a truck or You could have a, a car a and
2: a house deposit. If you left school in grade 10, you have a car and a house deposit by the time you, all your old mates are going to uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time they start uni. Actually, can we ask? It won't just be diesel mechanics, Margot. Is be, there a
3: shortage of workers? Yeah. Like, sh- what trade can't you get? I
2: bet <laughs> your brickies and block layers... Oh.
3: All of them They're all of them.
1: being <laughs> soaked up by the Cross River Rail and the casino because the, they're great gigs because they're unionised. Union well. CFMEU is paying
2: everyone. Everyone's yeah. on those jobs. There's shortage of every... Well, let's open it well, up. I cannot one, two, three, get a carport three.
1: done for the bloody life of Stop me, Stop with mate. you,
2: personal what problem. The guy I
1: had doing my carport
3: <laughs> <laughs> apparently does a radio show. I think you need to move on from <laughs> yeah. that to yeah. find no, somebody else. Get somebody else, mate. Yeah, one triple three five three. <laughs> are there <laughs> shortages? We know there's shortages of workers out there, but what trade is it in? And if you were, you know, someone giving advice to a young 16-year-old boy, what trade would you say go into? Because I'm like, get a heap of tickets, go to the mines. Get in like 200 grand a year just to go to the mines.
2: But, but there might be somebody going, listen, I'll give somebody's son a, a, a go starting on Monday if they finish yeah. school. Like these kids shouldn't be at school. Sh-
3: shouldn't be at school. Muz reckons he's Texas us on the burner phone. He's desperate for Tyler's. Looking for an apprentice to start straight away. Sheldon, oh, it's from, not enough Sheldon from Eagle Farm, desperate for farriers. Oh, oh okay. Well, horses. Okay, Hold on. What
2: a job that is to put, to, 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 shoot? to, be, to shoe, shoe horses. horses. <laughs> the number of tips you would get, you'd made so much money.
3: <laughs> and you get to go all the race days? Yeah, How old. good. <laughs> Nigel at Carolee said painting and decorating is a thing. They decorating. can't get
1: workers. Not enough painters. Well, there's a bead What's shortage, that? we know, for decorating too, because Paint- Taylor Swift, if you've got beads, they're like Bitcoin now. Let's
2: Listen, use this, ring us, we'll put you on to Mars or to Sheldon or to Nigel. If you're driving along and you go, Jesus, I know young Daryl or young Braden. he needs an apprenticeship, give us a yell and we'll we'll hook you up.
3: What about Ray in Albany Creek? Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Margo? Yeah, good, Ray. Do you have um, boys that finished school in grade 10 and went on to do a trade?
4: I have two sons um, that went on to do a school-based apprenticeship. So they started their school-based apprenticeships in Year 11, um, and they actually completed their full first year of their apprenticeship by the end of Year 12, and then yes. went into full-time work as a second-year apprentice. Hey Ray, is that a good way?
2: Ray, is that a good way to do it, or should you just knock school on the head altogether? Then, by gra- end of by the time they were 17, finishing Grade 12, they would be in second, finish their second year.
4: Well, that is true, however... Um, we encourage them to at least get their year 12 pass, right. so they've got that underneath their belt. The other thing that I would encourage um, any apprentice to do is to see if they're eligible for the trade support loan from the federal government. What does that do? Um, that's a great way to get some extra money in, the, in, your, in your pocket. Yes, at the end of your apprenticeship, uh, once you're earning a certain amount of money, you've got to pay some of that back, but that's also a great way to uh, get a head start, and we actually encouraged our boys to invest. So um, our our eldest now has actually just bought his first house. Beautiful.
5: How old is he, Ray? He's
4: 22.
1: Yeah, right. What about that one? What do they love about being diesel mechanics, Ray?
4: Well, they've kind of followed in their father's footsteps. Um, Their father is a diesel mechanic as well. Yeah. So that's basically where they they got the idea. Um, Our eldest, he works um, for a a local government, and uh, the youngest works for a private bus company close to home. Are
3: they really getting that sort of money? Ray, how much is the 22-year-old getting per
4: year? They're certainly not getting $90 an hour, put it that way. The youngest one is a third-year apprentice, so he's still on apprenticeship wages. Um, uh, And they're, they're not flashing in any given... Time for any apprentice, um, and the eldest one—he's probably getting just under half of the ninety dollars an hour that y- you're right. talking about. But um, if
2: he went and did FIFO work, he could get two hundred a year, two hundred grand a year, couldn't
4: he? Uh, potentially, but then you—you've you, also got home. to consider, you know, their, their personal lives as well and what they're doing in their personal lives. So
2: it's not good it's, for your um, mental health, mm. FIFO.
1: Well, the headline there is that he's got a house deposit. Well, he's got a house. He's 22. He's 22, amazing. Ray, thanks for the call. Appreciate your time.
3: No worry. Thanks, guys. Any of them drive one of those Land Cruiser Utes? Oh, she's gone. I was going to say. All the boys these days, they just want Land Cruiser Utes, 79 Series Land Cruiser Utes, and they, they seem to spend a lot of money on them. I'm like, how do these 18, 19-year-old
1: oh boys well, have so much al- money?
2: That's all their money goes. They their don't, work. They, most of them don't drink like we used to drink and waste all their money on weekends. They pour it into their four-wheel rides. Well, they just
1: want to go up the beach. Yep. That's the carrot that's been dangled in front of kids <laughs> in schools to become a tradie is Land Cruiser Utes. The government need to incentivise <laughs> yes. that. it oh,
0: Toyota Give you a at the end of grade <laughs> 11. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margot and Dan. Brisbane as. A lot of people about
2: to hop out of their cars, their utes, and hop into building sites, et cetera, around the place. We better get this information out to them immediately. It's a huge study that's been done in the UK, Margot. Yeah. 270,000 people. That's a big enough study mm. to agree that the results should be okay. Fair enough. It's
1: about Viagra and the little blue pill. Yeah, I wonder why this came up in your news feed.
2: No, no, no. It was on the news last night. Everyone could have accessed it.
5: A
4: study finding men who took erectile dysfunction medications such as Viagra and Cialis were 18% less likely to be diagnosed with the most common form of dementia.
2: You won't get Alzheimer's if you take a stiffy pill. There you go. What about this? So you'll actually remember... That you, you get, one. that you had one. You won't know what to do with it and you won't have anyone to do it with because the average age was 59, I think, of the bloke in the uh, study.
3: Survey so of one, Marto? Uh, yeah,
1: you are getting mentally probably better, better as you get older, which there's, makes Margot, no I coincidence. suspect, any medication in being <laughs> slipped? Mm, and I've
2: started to wear two to three pairs of underpants to try to keep it down. <laughs> That's... Not oh correct. <laughs> well, you asked. <laughs> no, we didn't. Normally... <laughs> Kath doesn't remember, but uh, I do.
1: Look, before it's before seven, we can be honest. Normally, mm. when you get a stiffies, when mm. you get dementia, because you've only got enough blood to power one yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, so well, yeah, yeah.
2: Either your head or your will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> what happened last night.
0: Mardo, Margo and Dan, you can listen in the car wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan.
3: Hey, guys, uh, you know we're going to play the RBT game up next after this song, but I just thought I'd bring to your attention the very, very first... Uh, um, episode of RBT which is back in 1967 which mean? is when they introduced the drink driving limit uh, which was 80 milligrams per 100 mils of blood. But we didn't away. have RBT yeah.
2: here. Yeah. You had to hit something to get tested. We didn't mm. have
3: until 88. Yeah. We
2: were still running around as long as you didn't hit anything you could do whatever you wanted.
3: Well the BBC went hey. out and about and hit the ground to see what the opinion yeah. of the public was about the new drink driving laws that were brought in. 68? 67, 67 and oh, tested oh. some them on the spot have a listen Really. All right, let's have a look.
2: You're drunk. You're not Bye. capable of that Now, what are you going to do about it? Well, quite honestly, I don't feel drunk. I mean, this is the, this is the point. But this is the law of the land. Yes, you I mean, cannot drink and drive anymore over this limit.
1: I see. Oh, well.
3: Oh, well. How about everyone laughing?
1: <laughs> at the, the piss block.
3: There was a group of them hanging around and they're like, okay, look, these new laws come in tomorrow. Let's test you and see what happens. Because if you'd had four or five beers at the pub, you know, you couldn't do that anymore. And, this was all foreign to there them.
1: There was
2: no mid strength Is everyone clear on
1: that? They there just was drank no heavies. such thing as mid strength yeah. So you're driving home 11:59 p.m. Yeah. Totally pissed. Twelve beers. Got, You've got to pull over at midnight when the new laws come in. Sorry, yeah. drink driving's oh. just come into effect. What about
3: this one? I think it's fairly diabolical because uh, it doesn't take any account, for example, of the um, pedestrian who's had too much to drink. He could cause an accident. He doesn't get tested. It's the driver who gets tested, and I think that's unfair. Unfair. It wasn't Completely me. unfair. It wasn't me. It was him. He was walking while he was. Busy. So now he's caused an the got to be accountable for their own behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> what about I
4: do 2am? As I say, for many, many years I've driven with far more looking me than I have now. I've driven in Kenya, in Uganda, down in South Africa, and well, as I say, I, I still feel that I am capable of driving this
2: car home. So you're going to drive home tonight, and you're not going to change your drinking habits at all.
4: Certainly not. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> not. Oh, I've driven all over
3: the place, more drunk than this. <laughs> uh, Kenya, everywhere. Uh, okay, oh, so cute. our guess
1: is for those, all three of them pissed. Yeah, all yes. drunk. But technically <laughs> under the limit because there, no there was no limit. There was <laughs> no limit. versus RBT game. Play along, over, under, just alcohol. We're doing because they often do the uh, drug test on the back end there. We Hmm. don't consider that here. All right, it's only alcohol. All right, team, you ready? Let's meet Jess. Two bits to Jess.
2: Concrete Jesse took a dead-end D to it just before the booze bus. Okay, what Jesse. did he try to turn off? Mm. Did one of those? He saw the booze bus and went. I
1: we went. Err. I'm out, and it was a dead end. So oh. they just walked down there and went, oh, Jesse,
3: what's the
5: daisy? Yeah, just Over. in the cul de
1: sac there. Then let yeah. show up. Let's vote yeah. uh
5: Cherry Ripe. It's a go off. Cherry Ripe. I don't know that one.
1: What? Well, hold on, I didn't hear all that. What was it? So uh, there's an old myth. I think that if. You have cherry ripes you can blow over because oh. they're fermented, the cherries, so they have
3: Do alcohol. they say if you Ch- have no. a mint, it stops your breath from being alcoholic. I think both of those things are incorrect.
1: Fisherman's are thinking, friend.
2: But if you drink f- uh, cough syrup, doesn't that put you over something? It doesn't matter. You shouldn't You're drink rubbish. and drive. You're no. a bloody idiot. He's yeah. over.
1: Should you cherry ripe and drive, though? Because Jesse said It's just a cherry ripe, mate. I reckon he's used that as an excuse because no, he knows he's over. He's
2: a, he's a responsible. Conc- oh, no, he's a concreter. He's over. I'm going over as well. Yeah. Over. <laughs>
1: Blue zero for alcohol. Oh, Marta.
3: Oh, oh, oh no, hang on, you changed He's <laughs> under. And uh, concreters have taught concrete. you a lesson again on this show. What so was he created. doing? Why was he detouring and eating cherry ripes?
1: Maybe he just saw a night owl and had to duck <laughs> down there and get a cherry ripe down the cul-de-sac.
0: Normally, when drivers are asked to step out of their cars, they use the door. But not concreter Tony. If oh, yeah. he thinks getting out through the window is a flash manoeuvre, the officers don't. Oh, no. It's a red flag. <laughs>
3: Maybe his door was broken. Yeah, no, maybe I've the door card yeah, can't You're annoying. unlock it. Don't yeah. judge
1: yet. A little bit more to Tony, the concreter
6: for you, Moto. I uh, looked through the window and noticed that the, there was no key in the ignition. The car had been started using the old hot wire technique. Oh, dear. Um, screwdriver. Okay. Maybe
2: he oh, got his keys
3: stuck in the concrete mix. He
1: might have... <laughs> <laughs> he
3: might have... <laughs> maybe he
1: dropped them. He might uh, had an accident. Him. His car's stuffed. The window oh. doesn't work and he has to start it with a screwdriver. Yeah, maybe
2: someone's hit yeah. the T-boned him and there's a bit, bit yeah. of trouble on that side it's of the not car. not looking good
1: for Terry, no, is it? No. What's his name, Tony? Tony. Mm-hmm. close. Yeah. He thinks it's Terry because he's The pissed. concrete
2: animal. He's not. Don't. So what are we up to? Time Reveal.
3: to, okay. Under. I reckon he's just hard on his luck.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't jump out the window if you were half pissed. Yeah. No, he's under.
3: I'll go under as well. Tony's reading comes up clean. Hey, Yay. Well, done, well done, Tony. Right. Look, is, is anyone drunk anymore? No. That's come on, drink and drive. You're a bloody idiot. Meet Joe. Evening, sir.
0: How are we going? Not too bad. We've been stopped today for a purpose of a random breath test. Good on you. Good, <laughs> good
2: on you. Is he an old bloke? Seventy. Yeah, righto.
3: Keep on. going.
2: I went fishing this morning. We we're about hundred k down the coast. Drove back from there and went and had a couple of beers at the pub and go. Now they're telling me my car's not registered. Oh,
3: no. No. Defect.
2: No. Uh,
3: I'm going to say over. I'm
2: going to say over. Otherwise, yeah. It's got to be over. So he's been fishing since the morning. This is what
1: time? Is it dark? Dunno. It's late. Yeah. Yeah, He's He's had seven cherry ripes and 15 beers. He's (laughs) over.
0: He's over. After today's fishing trip, Joe could be about to be caught hook, line oh, and sinker. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so unfortunately you failed the roadside yeah. breath test. Yes. Uh, you're under arrest. Well yes. done, everybody. Yeah, well done us. Oh, everybody. Well Not, done, not Joe. you, Joe. Not you, Joe. <laughs> No, don't drink no, and drive, you bloody idiot.
1: <laughs> this year's Blazer Player Award, the winner is Tom Rockliffe. Off the ground, off the ground, something for oh,
0: This could be the game. It's over.
3: Amazing. The pig. Why are you, de- <laughs> Good why, why are you called <laughs> the pig? It's not a nice introduction. Loves a
1: party,
5: Robert. Well, oh. well um, uh, if anyone had seen me six months ago, you'd understand why they call me a pig. I'm about 15 kilos heavier than when I used to play. But um, oh. no, it used to do with um, fantasy sports, so um, uh, fantasy uh, footy or something like that.
3: Little piggy, was that your nickname or your username or something? Was it Tommy? <laughs>
5: No, no. I think you, you just get crowned as a pig, and then uh, oh. the fantasy—hard shake. The fantasy <laughs> people loved it. Yeah, I, get, I still got it down the street now when I walk past, and uh, someone sees me, and they'll, they'll often snort at me or call me a pig. Oh, that's not very but nice, is, is it?
1: But it's where it comes from. Is it, love it endearing? You. Yeah, we love your
2: piggy. Hey, Rocky, can I talk to you about some of these new rules? They've got me baffled. Now, the smothering <laughs> one. Can you go through the smother one first, so you can. A game where kicking is the essential part of the game. you are not allowed are you still allowed to try to block a kick, smother a kick, but you're not allowed to do it when?
5: Well, yeah again, there's going to be so much confusion around this. We're the only game sport in the world that has this need or necessity to change so many rules through F- from season time. to season, and um, they've gone with the smother rule. we've obviously seen the controversy in the, the first final, um, Collingwood versus Melbourne. But I mean, you've got to be able to try and stop the ball in play. So if you leave the ground now, you're going to open yourself up to potentially a suspension if you make head-high contact,
2: oh, can, whether okay.
5: it's deliberate or. So you can yeah, still not, you
2: can still jump through the air to smother a kick as long as it doesn't finish up hitting anyone. It's well, reckless. explain the
1: controversy, well, Rocky, with um, Maynard. Maynard who nearly killed Maynard.
5: him. <laughs> Yeah, so Maynard turned his shoulder just to protect himself and hit Angus Brayshaw in the head, knocked him out. Um, Obviously, he wasn't available the next week to play because of the concussion protocols. But effectively, if you leave the ground now, you've got to turn into a matrix man to avoid contact (laughs) with the player. So you've got to to do do a front flip or back flip to get out of the way, which is just ridiculous. I mean, we've seen it previously when you try and smother a low level, if you take out the legs... Then you're potentially giving away a free kick for <laughs> contact below the knees as well. But we have, we have this necessity to change rules, and it certainly doesn't make the game any better. I, I still look back at the grand final and I'm still wondering why Lockie Neal the advantage was paid and he hasn't got the ball back yeah, in his hands yeah. Thank inside 50 to give for the chance Thank to win the grand final. You.
3: Are you done with the rules now? No, I'm not.
5: Oh, okay. no, I've got one
3: more oh, okay. that's really
2: important. Yeah. Um, No, you're not allowed to whistle from the interchange bench. Can you – I don't understand (laughs) this at all. Like a dog whistle. I don't know. Sexy. Woo-woo. What what is this about, Rock?
5: Well, I'm sure you've been to AFL games now and they've restricted runners out on the ground um, to certain times per quarter. So they all hold up these signs, which no one knows what they mean except for the team and, and internally. They come up with all sorts of signs and often the person holding that sign up or the runner will whistle whistle to the playing group out there to just get their attention, but I mean, there's so many noises out on the ground. If that's our biggest issue in AFL footing Then, then the game's going pretty well. But I, I don't, I don't. What, what are they going to do if someone whistles? Are they going to play a free kick during the game? Are they going to be written, given a written notice? It's just a ridiculous. <laughs> what are we saying? Again.
3: Why though? Is it distracting to the umpires? Perhaps.
5: It, that's a great point, Mo. I've got no idea. What, what, who's affected by a whistle <laughs> oh. from the sideline? It's not the audience. Is it the, the what, umpire what? sitting there? I'm not sure.
2: What about someone from the crowd whistles? Are they banned for quite some time? Or do the phantom sirens. <laughs> siren. what,
4: what
5: often happens when you get a room full of smart people is there's the common sense is left at the door, yeah. and they all come up with these bright ideas and think this is going to be a great idea to change the game and then no one actually thinks about it in use or how the common sense of it. It it makes no sense at all to ban a whistle from... uh, It's never going to um, impact the result of a game. So if it's not going to impact the result of a game, why are we even worrying about it? But Rocky, we had
1: an incident with uh, the smothering rule with Maynard and Brayshaw. Has there actually been an incident where someone whistled from the bench and play stopped?
5: No. Not not that I can recall, and I don't think there ever would be. Like, it's not as if they have an actual umpire's whistle out and they're doing that. It's a human whistle. It's very yeah. different to an so, umpire's whistle. So
2: any of these real changes are bum covering because the lawyers have said, oh, you've got to watch the head region. Because you can't tackle from behind if their head hits the ground. Like, that's not your fault, surely, if you tackle someone from no. behind.
5: That's right. You, you, the duty of care has gone through the roof, which makes it really hard for tackling players now. So mm. they, they obviously want a game of offense, which is good because spectators go to see high-scoring games and, and free-flowing footy. But also you've got to reward the defense element of the game. So it's getting much harder and harder. And, of course, you want to protect the head at, at all, all aspects of the game. You want players to leave the game um, making sure that their head's intact, etc., like that. But sometimes there is accidents that occur and they're just unavoidable in a contact sport.
3: Rocky, the ad tells me, the new AFL ad, that's, that everyone's getting pumped and excited about the season ahead. The Brisbane Lions, obviously, they say you've got to lose one to win one, but they've lost two. How does the season ahead look for us? It's a, it's a bit of a tough start for them. They've got, like, Carlton, Fremantle, Pies, all, all first three games. Let's go.
5: Yeah, I think it's a, g- a good start for the Brisbane and the Lions. We'll see where they're at really quickly um, in the season, how they rebound. Uh, heartbreaking loss, obviously, in the grand final, but I think they're mature enough to bounce back from that. I'd imagine they'd be right up there again, continuing for that premiership. Carlton's another one. Collingwood's going to be there about. So they play an internal trial today out at Springfield, and then they've got another serious hit out next Friday, and then the Thursday after, they actually take on the Gold Coast Suns, which is exciting to, to see the Suns where they're at as well. They've got enough talent to be able to shoot up the uh, the ladder this year as well. They've you hear that every year, party. Rocky and no, no one's a bigger <laughs> <laughs> proponent of that than
1: Mardo. He's got a Gold Coast Suns tattoo on his bum. It'll come good Do one year. Do you think finally this year the Suns play finals?
5: I think that the best opportunity is to play finals this year. I think um, they certainly have all the elements to be able to go there. They've got enough talent on the list. It's just about coming together and being able to complete that.
2: Hey, did you say uh, they have an internal trial r- this morning out at Springfield or the Zava? Can people drop in and have a look?
5: Yeah, this afternoon. I believe it. I'm not exactly sure what time it is, but I believe it's this afternoon. And then uh, the official one is next Friday as well, which is uh-huh. in the afternoon, which I'd encourage everyone to get out to to have a look at your uh, Brisbane Lions for season 2024. Really
1: Good right. on you, Rocky. Thanks for your time, mate.
5: No worries. I thought you were going to ask me about a butcher. Oh, oh. yeah, we got uh, uh-huh. Brisbane uh-huh. Char- Yeah, Brisbane's best butcher. Have you got yeah. one? Quick. Yes, yes. Gilly Small Goods out at Redcliffe. Oh, delicious hams for Christmas.
3: We were looking for someone on the north Gilly, side. Oh. Gilly Small Is that Goods. cannibalism if you eat ham?
5: Oh. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'll leave it
2: there. <laughs> Martos Thought on Sport. Yeah, the big news yesterday was when John Coates, the uh, the vice deputy of the Olympic International Olympic Committee, said, nah, that's the end. He seems to have become the Premier of Queensland, John Coates. He said, nah, there'll be no Gabba redevelopment. That's the end of that. Let's push on because the Olympics is not about stadiums, etc. It's about the event and the legacy that it leaves. So he's saying, stop spending too much money, which makes us think maybe we should have the natural Olympics. Like, whatever's here... Let's use it. And I see, all due respect to what's going on down at Kingston, but that shooting last night... You can do shooting anywhere. It just <laughs> can happen. It can pop up at any time at all. Just start shooting things.
1: Imagine that as an excuse when they find the bloke on the motorcycle. He mm. goes, Officer, I'm just practicing. I was qualifying. Eight, eight years' time. I was you know, I've
3: just got to be on my and game.
1: I,
2: and I told you that they were going to do the rock climbing on the back of the grandstand at Ballingmore because that's been developed. Hockey's going to be played there in the Olympics.
3: Why build something when we've got the Kangaroo Point cliffs? Yeah, imagine that drone shot. Mm. Get that out to
1: the rest of the world.
3: People climbing rock climbing up. down there every day. World
2: class. It's already sitting there right in front of our eyes. And and as for Equestrian, oh, we've got to spend millions on Vic Park to make it the Equestrian. We've got... Eagle Farm and Doombin, have you heard of that sort of gear? There's horses running around there everywhere. Why can't we just do it at a race course? It's what? made for it.
3: What about jet skiing in the Brisbane River? I don't know I where don't jet skiing fits oh, into the Olympic, Olympic program. Sport. I'm still petitioning for that to be included in the okay. Olympics. So I just that's wanted gonna... to put it out there while yeah, we no, had ideas. Interesting. Well, <laughs> you take
2: the uh, canoeing. You know how the canoeing, they have to have that special course. There's planning on spending millions down don't at Redland. We've got a river. No. Mugredem. Go after Wivenhoe Wyvern Ro- Wyvern oh, Dam, right? Never. Open her up, just open up the gate, and he says, a yeah. lot of water pouring through there. Go. We've
1: got to think better. Nudgy tip. One What's of my favourite activities doing? to do, Shooting pull up in the car. Illnesses? No, you know, you just hoik stuff yeah. into the dump. Oh, that's your shot, shot for it.
2: All right. Oh, 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 that's, so you're saying track and field doesn't have to be at the one venue. You Not can spread it around
3: down Brisbane. Yep.
2: The marathon. I haven't seen anything about the marathon. Have you? Where where that's going to be run? Like,
3: well, the Bruce Highway. The traffic traffic's oh always God. stopped on it, going about ten kilometres an hour. Yeah. You could just have people running through the Straight street, up. streams of cars. They're
1: Wonderful. your lanes. They will actually be faster yeah. than that the they'll be traffic. faster than the traffic. Forty-two <laughs> 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 kilometre
2: finish on bribey or something like that. Amazing. That's the sort of thinking that we need for these Olympics.
1: Why not just run down to Yatla? Is a marathon done? Do You want mm. jet skiing? Why don't we just have pie eating?
3: In the Olympics as well? You could have beach volleyball on the beach at Warham and then you know the obstacle is the four-wheel drives and the land cruisers just going in and out and around them.
2: Olympic committee. Ideas. Sorted it
1: out. We
3: need the brewery in we'll there somehow, though.
1: 4X Brewery. You're climbing up there. Climb wood, up chopping. Up the towers, wood. No, wood chopping. No, wood chopping the echo. Oh. 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 <laughs> All right.
2: we're, we're, we'll put more thought into it ourselves.
1: <laughs> we won't get in touch with John Coates just yes. yet, but mm. if you've got ideas, hit us on the burner phone,
0: 0484101045. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're as Hey,
1: Gary from Narangba. Nice, Gary. He's won the... Triple M passes to come with us to Claw Barbecue. Clawbbq.com.au, All-American Sports Bar, Crab Shack, Mega Screens, Cheerleaders, thanks to Claw, is going to be there for Super Bowl on Monday. Super Bowl Monday here in Australia. We'll be there at Claw. we got more Triple M passes to give away on Monday morning, Marto.
2: And we've got a bloke who's already over there in Vegas waiting to watch, but in the old days... Actually, he was the first Australian ever to play in a Super Bowl. Big unit. Used to play for Geelong Footy Club, six foot five, and then a punter for the Cardinals. When was that? About 2008.
6: Ben Graham, hello and welcome. Uh, g'day, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, coming to you live from Vegas. Hey, Pre- Heyo. Oh, yes, Vegas is exactly like you remember it. But I tell you what, it's a great city to host a Super Bowl. Everything's in walking distance. But at Radio Row at the moment, where the world media descend to tell the story of the players, the team, <laughs> in preparation for the big game. But I tell you what, I've just bumped into the Rock. Oh my oh, God, Dwayne yeah. Johnson. He's just yes, yes, he's uh, getting ready for his press conference because, of course, the big controversial rematch it's coming up shortly. But no, it's the uh, it's not just about football, guys. It's about Everything. every celebrity in town. It's uh, but it is an amazing place to be. Ben is the uh, Rock
1: on board again. Remember, he did that big announcement. At, was it was at last year's Super Bowl where he did the big speech and revved everyone up. Is he doing that again?
6: He, he, I don't think so. No, he's here. He's got his own thing going on. He's making a comeback. Uh, I'm not really into the wrestling side of things, but it's it, it doesn't matter if it's the Super Bowl or the ice hockey. Or I went to U2 at the Sphere last oh, night. Oh wow! It's it's uh, it is the place to be. So Super Bowl week, but of course. We're all here for the big game on Monday. Australian time and... 10am uh, no,
3: Brisbane time on Monday. 49ers v the Chiefs are the two teams that are going to be battling it out on the field. Hey, Ben, um, Marto mentioned you were the first Aussie to play uh, in the Super Bowl 2009. We know that Aussie punter for the 49ers, Mitch Winschnowski, is that how you say it? Um, is going to be playing uh, on Monday uh, representing Australia. Who else Who else has played for Australia in the Super Bowl in between you and now Mitch
6: Yeah, so it it was old Super Bowl 43, so 15 years ago. Got the privilege of being the first Australian. Uh, Mitch Wisnowski played in Super Bowl 54. uh, So this is a rematch between the Chiefs and the 49ers. So he's actually been there before. And last year, we had two Aussies playing for the Eagles, Aaron Sipos, the punter, and Jordan Malata, the offensive lineman, uh, who we actually caught up with on Radio Row a bit earlier. He's throwing the rugby ball around, getting... Ready for the NRL in Vegas, so he's wearing a couple of hats today. So yes, there is a, a select we're in a, a select company, a little fraternity that's growing year by year. A lot of Aussie boys in college punting, so we'll see some more uh, Aussies in the league. But we're still yet to see an Aussie win a Super Bowl ring, yeah. so we could see that on Monday with Mitch.
2: Uh, all the talk about Mr. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Uh, what is that the vibe
6: you get over there? Or is that just coming out of here? You know what? I have not heard, seen uh, anything about Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, right okay. now. You're being sarcastic. In Australia,
6: before I left, it was Japan to Vegas to Melbourne. Yeah. You know, what does it look like for Taylor Swift? Over here, it's all about the game. Wow. Now, the, the only sentiment is that the Chiefs are the villains, and it's a little bit about Patrick Mahomes and how successful he is, and this will be his third Super Bowl ring. Or it could be a little bit about the, the Taylor Swift. Because the purists, you know, they, they, they get distracted by the whole thing. They just want us to talk about the game. But from an NFL product, it's a great thing. More eyeballs, lots more money into the NFL, and it takes it further international. And that's what we're doing here. But oh, I'm sure once it gets to Monday, uh, Sunday here, she lands from Japan, the Taylor Swift, <laughs> it will grow in a hurry. I reckon as soon as
3: she hits the ground here in Vegas. There's been a lot of, like, from here again, Australian media uh, blowing up stuff in and around some of the conspiracies that surround the Super Bowl this year. Um, You know, uh, being 58, it's 5 plus 8 is 13. The 49ers is 4 plus 9 is 13. Taylor Swift's lucky number, 13. Are you you getting that sort of stuff over there? Is there some some controversy around the conspiracy that it's rigged, apparently?
6: Oh, there's apparently a political flavour to it too. That Taylor Joe Biden make a big announcement. No, look, there's, today. I mean, I've been here since Tuesday, and there is a lot of fun facts and prop bets and all sorts of, you know, things aligned with the game. But you know, I, I, I know that there's this NFL script narrative. I think that got ripped in half when the Detroit Lions didn't make the Super Bowl. I think that would have been a great story as part of the script but you know you can look as deep and as wide as you want but no really this week has all been about about the game um but you have to embrace it all because it's all a bit of fun
2: hey Ben can you just tell me if I'm putting a multi on and the one of the (laughs) options is Taylor Swift more than seven times on the screen during the game or less what would you you advise
6: Oh, the over and under, I reckon it'd be over. Yeah, yeah Especially if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs are, are winning. Uh, and yeah. Travis Kelsey has a good game. Okay. Who
1: wins, Benny? We've got to let you go, but just one word, one team.
6: Well, the underdogs, I am with the Chiefs. Um, the 49ers might be the best team out there on Sunday, but All right. Patrick Mahomes is the best player, and I'm going to go with him to get his third Super Bowl ring. Thank you, Ben. Good on you,
1: Ben. Thanks, mate.
6: Enjoy the game.
1: Ben Graham there with us. Thanks to the Sporting Globe Bar and Grill, more than a sports bar, three great locations, Chermside, Logan Home and Rabena. That's us done.